0: Welcome everyone to today's devotion. We're in John chapter 10. John 10 is uh, one of the well-known I am statements. He's actually got two in here Uh, and this of course picks up with what he uh, uh, introduces us in chapter 9. Chapter 9 is um, that the blind see um, and follow Jesus who is the light of the world. In chapter 10 he's going to emphasize the, the life uh, word, although he's got some of the other themes, but now it's those who hear hear his voice will follow him. So this is the uh, Good Shepherd chapter, um, and so we see verse three: the sheep hear his voice; he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Right. So so he's going kind to of contrast between uh, the Good Shepherd and and the hirelings or or just wolves and whatnot. So but the emphasis here is sheep hear the voice of their shepherd. That's just true um, um, in in reality. So if, if if you are a shepherd and you raise sheep, they will respond to your voice, but they won't respond to the voice of others, right? That's, that's, that's something fascinating about, about sheep. And Jesus is saying that those who are my sheep will hear my voice and follow me. Verse 5, A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with him but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Now, I find this hilarious. Um, In Jesus' teaching, we can conclude what what John says there in verse six. But John, for emphasis, uh, interprets the, the teaching for us that Jesus is saying this to people he know are not his sheep. And so not only are they blind in chapter nine, they are deaf in chapter 10. They do not hear the voice of Jesus. Um, and so they do not follow him. So he he, he begins with the I am statement of I am the door. Uh, He really begins in verse seven, but I wanna look at verse nine. I am the door, if anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. So that's the key, Jesus is the door, through him is salvation. This is why in um, uh, the Pilgrim's Progress, um, when Christian, whose name is originally Graceless, I believe, is reading the Bible, right? He's fleeing from the city of destruction to the celestial city. He meets a guy named Evangelus um, wanting to flee the wrath to come. Evangelist points him, first of all, to the wicket, with a T, wicket gate, the narrow gate. And, and he is to go through the door well that is the picture of what Jesus describes here it's only later that he actually comes to the cross and experiences um, uh, uh, propitiation and whatnot but um, and and by entering through the door he he finds salvation Um, so uh, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I came that they may have life and have it abundantly so there it is so uh, the emphasis is life the good shepherd gives life the door gives life so in chapter nine uh, Jesus lie the world and so uh, we can see in chapter 10 he's the life therefore we, we follow after him um, verse 11 I am the Good Shepherd the Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep so uh, Jesus is not just a shepherd in that his, his sheep hear his voice but that he's the Good Shepherd because he protects the sheep he lays his life down for the sheep right and and, and this is central to John's theology uh, as he develops these themes of Logos life light lamb, uh, he, he he wants you to see that all of this culminates in the cross. Okay? So Jesus as life is life because he lays his life down. So in laying his life down, the Good Shepherd gives his life for us. Right? This, this is the beauty of of this theological approach to, to reading John's gospel. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold, I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. Let me just pause there and say, it's probably a reference to the Gentiles, Um, and uh, there's some debate regarding that, but uh, it's likely a reference to the Gentiles, And, and, and notice that um, through Jesus, John is emphasizing unity. It's not a major theme in John's letters, in first to third John, but it is a major one in Paul's letters that Jew and Gentile, uh, a slave or free, male or female, young or old, whatever it might be, um, we have one shepherd, one savior, and that is our identity. And our shepherd laid his life down for us, granting us life. Um, so we don't see each other as black sheep, or white sheep, or even swirled, to quote DC Talk. Um, but um, as sheep under one shepherd. Uh, verse 17, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. That, that, that's the important part. It's a clear reference to the death and resurrection Jesus. Jesus lays down his life and picks up his life again in order to extend eternal life and abundant life to, to us. Uh, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my accord. I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up. Again, this charge I have received from my father. Um, uh, Back when I was working on my thesis at Southern, um, I did it on a movement called the Emergent Church. And um, the guy I wrote it on is, you know, no one reads him anymore. No one reads the Emergent Church anymore. So a lot of good that thesis did me. Um, They were fond of saying that, The classic Christian interpretation of the atonement called penal substitution um, is just divine child abuse that that God um, punishes Jesus for what someone else did. You know, there was an old book uh, I read in fifth grade, I believe, and and I think both of our kids have read and I I read it with them um, called Whipping Boy. Right. And so you have this poor kid brought into the palace who gets punished uh whenever the prince does something bad right and and that's the that's the way these liberal movements view the cross the problem with that is that it isn't jesus is being held down by the father and punished for our sins but rather jesus as the good shepherd voluntarily willingly lays his life down for us and to be quite honest with you i don't understand why penal substitution is so controversial hard to grasp i'm a dad um um if if one of us have to go it'll be me first right i mean chances are when when you walk with your kids um on a road um what i always do is i i keep the kids on the far edge of the road um and i'm closer to the middle so if someone's going to get hit it's it's going to be me right I mean, i think we understand this that 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 true love is sacrificial what god in christ is doing is laying his life down as a uh, as an atonement for us yet at the same time though he lays his life down he picks it up again he has the authority to lay his life down and to pick it up again he truly is the good shepherd and through that we are given life verse 19 there was uh, again a division among the jews because of these words many of them said he has a demon and is insane while listening to him that's consistent with what we get in the synoptic gospels others said these are not the words of one who is oppressed by a demon can a demon open the eyes of the blind? So now we're going back to chapter nine. So again, chapter nine and 10 are related. Chapter nine, it's about blindness. Chapter 10 is about deafness. Now how we get there is through these two different means of teaching on the Good Shepherd and the uh, um, healing of the blind man. But, but they are related. Um, those who hear see, and those who see hear, right? And those who, who recognize that the blind are seen because of Jesus, are beginning to hear the voice of their shepherd. Well, then uh, the scene changes and we have some more teaching of Jesus. It's at another uh, festival, another feast. Uh, Remember, that's a theme to emphasize the lamb stuff. In this chapter, strikingly, what you have is Jesus as shepherd is also the lamb. Um, I did a whole sermon on that um, about a year ago, something like that. Uh, It's a really fascinating theme you can get in the Bible. Uh, I, I would point you to Uh, I think it's called Behold the Lamb sermon series. Um, But uh, how long will you keep us in suspense? The Jews ask him. If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Now, if you've been following John, he's said it very plainly. Before Abraham was, I am. It's a divine statement. Um, I and the Father are one, all that. Jesus answered them. So here you go. I told you. (laughs) But that's the point. We hear because we're a sheep. We see because we've had our eyes opened. We already know Jesus identified himself as as divine. I told you, but you did not believe. Notice the connection between believe and hearing. From hearing comes faith. And and from faith comes seeing, if you will. Uh, The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. You don't hear my voice. You're deaf my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me i give them eternal life and they will never perish no one will snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand i and the father are one there's a lot here Uh, let me briefly emphasize as a baptist an unashamed baptist i do believe in what is traditionally called eternal security or even less helpful once saved always saved um, perseverance of the saints is, is a little better. It, it's, it's got some issues as well. Uh, but but uh, the main thing to see here is that those whom God saves, he keeps. If salvation is something I do, then you're going to lose your salvation. Look, I think MacArthur's right. If you can lose your salvation, you will lose your salvation. No one, not even you, can pluck yourself out of Christ's hand. Not Satan, not sin, nothing. No one can much in the same way um, we, we had to take the kids to to an emergency room one time and and uh, I put our, our child in my lap and I was gonna drive You know with 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 them in my lap, you know, and my wife said no You know put them in, in the car seat and I thought look I got the daddy grip thing here I'm gonna tell you if something happens They will be safer in my arms because I got the daddy grip and mommies have those grips, too Right? Nothing's going to snatch this little one out of out of my hands. Same is true when it comes to the love of the Father. Um, those whom he saves and adopts, he, he keeps. And so, uh, what did the Jews do? They picked up stones to stone Him. Why? Because of blasphemy. And they explained that. It's not for a good work that we are going to stone you there in verse 33, but for blasphemy because you, being a man, make yourself God. Now, he's a man, but they can't tell you where he's from. Right? Um, and so again, if, if anyone ever says, Jesus never declared himself to be divine, what are we gonna do with a passage like this? What are we gonna do with the cross? I mean, that's a bit overreaction, isn't it, if he didn't claim to be divine? Verse thirty seven, if I am not doing the works of my father, then do not believe me for if I do them even though you do not believe me believe the works that you may know and understand that their father is in me and I am in the father again they sought to arrest him but he escaped from their hands again the theme is rejection they reject because they are blind and they are deaf they are truly in darkness what stands before them is life and they choose death death What stands before them is light They choose darkness. What stands before them is the Lamb of God. And they choose sin. Same problem we still face today. Hope to see you guys next week.